I was approached a number of months ago by a group of practitioners and supporters of social enterprise who I really respect, people who've been instrumental in building the sector. And I just admire so much of what they've done. And when I was asked to become involved, I really felt that it was, first of all, an amazing opportunity for me, but also to be a practitioner. Welcome to impactboom.org. We search the globe to find the people stories, ideas, and inspiration to help you create maximum positive impact. Each week, Impact Boom brings you thought-provoking interviews with world-leading practitioners passionate about creating positive social change. These designers, social entrepreneurs, educators, innovators, thinkers, and doers share their projects, initiatives, thoughts, and insights on creating a better world. You can find all the stories, links, and other great content at impactboom.org. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter for the latest updates, or subscribe to the newsletter or on iTunes. Thanks for listening to episode 221 of Impact Boom. My name's Tom Allen, and I'm passionate about bringing you the latest interviews and insights to help you create positive social impact. Today, we're speaking with Tammy Darcy. In 2020, Tammy Darcy was announced as the interim CEO of SERI, the Social Enterprise Republic of Ireland, a new representative body for social enterprise in Ireland. In her new role, she aims to unite the growing social enterprise sector in Ireland, ensuring an inclusive, practitioner-led approach. Tammy has first-hand experience of creating and scaling a successful social enterprise. She's the founder and CEO of the Shona Project, a multi-award-winning social enterprise that aims to educate, empower, and inspire today's Irish girls to become tomorrow's strong, confident, and curious young women. Founded in 2016, the Shona Project provides Ireland's teen girls with information, advice, and a safe place to share their stories through their school workshops, events, and online community. The organization is a tribute to a sister, Shona, who was diagnosed with a brain injury at 15 and now requires full-time nursing care. Tammy holds a BA in Human Resources, an MA in Business Management, and is currently studying an MA in Education. Tammy is a Social Entrepreneurs Ireland Awardee 2017, the Social Innovation Fund Awardee of 2018-19, winner of CEO of the Year Irish Women's Awards, and Image Magazine Social Entrepreneur of the Year finalist of 2018 and 19. So, with lots of those awards under her belt, today's podcast is going to see us discussing Tammy's insights into the social enterprise movement in Ireland with detail around the newly formed SERI and how Ireland's social enterprises have been responding to COVID-19. So, Tammy, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thanks so much for joining us. Good morning. It's nice to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Our pleasure. So, Tammy, to kick things off, could you please share a little bit about your background and what led to your passion in social enterprise? Yeah, so you've already mentioned quite a bit of my background there. And I guess, like a lot of social entrepreneurs, I was one before I really understood what it meant or, yeah. or even heard the term. So I launched the Shona Project in 2016, which is a story that actually goes back a very long time. It was inspired by my experience as a teen and also that as my sister Shona. When we were 14 and 15, we had a, a tricky year as as a family. Her, her illness obviously 
was really, really challenging for us, but we also mm. had kind of family troubles and I experienced bullying in school. Yeah. So as an adult, I guess I was really inspired by how those negative teenage experience can turn confident girls with big dreams into anxious young women who have who really lack self-belief and confidence. Yeah. And that's the area that we set up the organization to work in. And we've been really growing at a very large rate over the last four years. Mm. And during those four years, I've become really embedded in this amazing but emerging social enterprise sector in Ireland. I've just become so passionate about it. Like my dad was an, an inventor and an entrepreneur and I guess it's kind of in my blood, but to be able to put that social slant on it is something that has, you know, I've really enjoyed and I've really been interested mm. in. And I've been taking part in national conversations about what the future could look like for the sector in Ireland. And I suppose that's what's led me to where we are now. Wonderful. So you also are that interim CEO at the Social Enterprise Republic of Ireland too. So really keen to hear about one of the world's most newly formed networks and the sort of work that you're doing there, its purpose and why it was set up. Yeah, so we're, we're only babies. We were launched on the 10th of July to be that representative body for social enterprise in Ireland. And it was born from a call within the sector for United Voice. I was approached a number of months ago by a group of practitioners and supporters of social enterprise who I really respect, people who've been instrumental in building the sector. And I just admire so much of what they've done. And when I was asked to become involved, I really felt that it was, first of all, an amazing opportunity for me, but also to be a practitioner and for to be able to represent the voice of my colleagues in the sector, I thought was a really nice opportunity too. Mm. So... Our intention, I guess, is for the organisation to be really involved in the growth of social enterprises and for our members to be represented in the conversations about what our collective needs are. So at the moment, we're consulting with them and creating channels to capture that feedback and inform our work going forward. Yep. So inclusiveness is one of our key values and making sure that like social enterprise is such a broad sector in Ireland as well. We've got large organisations, urban, rural, and just getting to know them all is going to be our immediate challenge. So there, there seems to be a general consensus so far in our conversations that a big priority is going to be to raise awareness of social enterprise and the impact that we create, but also to collect data, which will help us to share that story. Mm, absolutely. And I mean, as both the leader of the Shona project and now very much a voice for the sector and, and many of your colleagues, what sort of observations do you have in general of the social enterprise sector in Ireland? Well, in both roles as, as a practitioner and in this new role as interim CEO of SERI, it's I'm so excited about social enterprise in Ireland. I think it's a really it's the start of a new era for our sector. Like we have such a rich history in social enterprises, but we just haven't been recognising it previously. Like I'm not sure if you're aware of the GAA, which is our Gaelic Games Association, mm. a huge part of our culture. It was founded in 1884 and it's only now been recognised as a social enterprise. I think we've more credit unions per capita than we're amongst the highest in the world anyway if not wow. the highest and now we see the emergence of social enterprises ahead of all shapes and sizes which are creating all sorts of different impact there's lots of diversity yep. and just in october last year the department of rural and community affairs which is where social enterprise sits launched ireland's first ever social enterprise policy which we've never had before mm. so 
even for that level of recognition and the policy just means that as SERI now being launched, we really look forward to working with government and with the other stakeholders to build on the brilliant work that's been done and to make sure that we help to and we contribute to the delivery of that policy. Yeah, absolutely. And what better time than now where the, a large part of the world or, or globe in general is really seeing some huge changes as a result of COVID-19. So what sort of changes have you seen in the way that social enterprises operate and in their response to this pandemic? Like it's obviously been very, very difficult and we've had to adapt very quickly to find new ways to reach our beneficiaries, many of whom I would say would need us now more than ever before. Mm. In terms of revenue, I don't think there's many social enterprises I've come across that haven't been directly impacted. And just to use the Shona project as an example, the majority of our earned revenue came from the work that we did in schools and we would have held a number of big conferences every year. Yep. But they've all obviously been cancelled for mm. the entire year with no idea of if and when it might come back to some sort of business as usual. But yep. what has happened is that so many of us have been forced to take those ideas that we might have scribbled in a notebook somewhere and meant to get around to developing or meant to to get around to seeing if there was other ways that we could add to that business as usual. So I've seen social enterprises that have been very innovative and were very resilient and we've seen some amazing solutions emerge, some great partnerships, some new brilliant innovations. And I while it's really, really been a challenging time and quite stressful for a lot of us who run social enterprise or involved in the sector, I can see a lot of positives as well come mm-hmm. out of it. A lot of promise for the future if we just get through this next few months or, yeah. or year or so. Yeah, absolutely. So if you talk about those positives, you know, obviously with, with challenge comes opportunity. Where do you see mm-hmm. some strong opportunities then for the social enterprise sector in Ireland And what do you believe is needed to build on the current momentum that you're seeing? Yeah, I think our first step is to measure where we are right now, to measure the value that we contribute and the impact that we create, how many jobs we sustain, how we contribute not just to the economy, but also to society. And it's only then that we can measure where we go from here, Mm. where we can measure our growth and we can defend the need for the supports that we require. I think there is a wealth of knowledge, there's experience, there's goodwill within the sector and it's been shared very informally through informal networks over the last few years. Mm. But I'd like to see that grow. I'd like to see the story being told more formally, things like education and us to be more integrated in the more traditional business communities as well. So loads of opportunities and loads of areas where we look forward to adding value. And you spoke a little bit earlier about that strategy being released, which is hugely exciting. But how else do you see that government might best support impact-led businesses or social enterprises? Are there any opportunities there? Oh, there's never going to be a lack of opportunities to do more. I think the department that we sit in have done really great work in quite a short amount of time, but obviously there's there's more to be done. So like one of the things that I'd like to see is to have us work towards a legal entity for social enterprise, which we don't currently have. Mm. I'd like to see the enterprise side of social enterprise being able to get more supports so that we can invest in these innovations which are emerging or have been emerging even pre-COVID, that we be given port to scale, yeah. to take more risks, 
because in order to scale, you need to be able to take more risks, to grow, to create more jobs, to scale into other countries. Lots of ways that we could grow our existing social enterprises, but also share that knowledge so to inspire more social enterprises to start. But I think we'll get there, and I really believe that. I think there's a great momentum and there's great goodwill and this great belief in the future for us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And look, you're doing some fantastic work with the Sharona Project, Tammy. I'm keen to hear as well, though, what other inspiring projects or initiatives you've come across recently, which you believe are creating some brilliant social change? So many, even pre my role in Sari, we've become quite a close network of social enterprises and there's so many that I really admire, but I, I guess one to give you an example would be Food Cloud, mm. who would be probably one of the biggest social enterprises in Ireland. They re- redistribute unneeded food from retailers to charities. I was started by two amazing women who I, I believe they started in college. They were studying in Trinity. And I just looked up yesterday, like to date, they've redistributed the equivalent of 80 million meals. Wow. What I love about the two founders, Evie and Esalt, is that they make no apologies for the fact that they're running a business and they adopt brilliant business strategies. And it's something that I used to struggle with myself, you mm. know, with people expecting you to provide services for free or for less because yep. you're an impact-led business. So I think they're a great example of how important the enterprise part of social enterprise actually is. Mm. And, you know, I think here in Ireland we should be really proud of everything they've achieved yeah absolutely well, we'll stick a link through to those guys in the article as well so our audience can click on through and to finish off then Tammy what books or resources would you recommend to our listeners you might regret asking me this question because if you saw there are my bookshelves behind me which are quite <laughs> substantial so it's, it's never a good question to ask there's it's a good collection there But one of the books that I think is really relevant now is a book called Work Like a Woman by Mary Portis, who's a real leader from the retail industry in Britain. Mm. She's always been a great advocate for flexible working and the need to change terms and you know, in the way that we work. And I think that in recent months, we need, we've, we've seen the need to rewrite those rules and look at how we empower those to work with us to integrate our family lives and our professional lives in a way that works for us. And yeah. I think this will allow for great change in terms of diversity and equality in the workplace, which is really, really relevant. And then also I'm a huge believer in storytelling and using social media to do that. And some of the books which helped me, which one I just read and one I read, which was one of the first first books I read when I started were The Social CEO by Damien Corbett and yep. Social Media for Social Good mm. by Heather Mansfield. So I think telling our story is such a huge part, which is often overlooked yep. by social enterprises. And those were two really good tools that I always refer back to. Yeah, wonderful. Well, we'll stick links into the article again for those. And Tammy, no doubt you'll be attending the Social Enterprise World Forum Digital this year from 21st to 25th of September. You're going to be there? Of course I will. I can't wait. It will be great to see you there alongside many of the the members of of your network too. So, Tammy, it'll be great to follow your journey and that of the network. And we'll certainly look forward to tracking your progress and touching basic in the future. Thanks so much for your generous insights and time today. Thank you. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to Impact Boom. You'll find links to the initiatives, people and resources mentioned in this podcast on impactboom.org. Please leave your comments below and remember, we'll be publishing fresh inspiration and insights to help you create positive impact every week on the website, 
Facebook page and Twitter. Thank you.